0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 13, guys. Of the Tipsy Hairdressers. Yes. Woo! Whoop, whoop! Um, I'm actually really happy that we've gotten this far. Me this too.
1: Podcast. Yeah, because like, what was it, maybe a couple months ago, we like sat down and were like, we gotta do this, Yeah. you know? And now we slacked off for a little bit. Yeah, we while.
0: started in November. Oh, shit, that's a long time. That doesn't feel like that long long ago.
1: November, December, January?
0: Yeah. January is almost over. Yeah. There we go. It's weird. But, okay, guys. First off, what are we drinking today?
1: I am drinking an energy drink. Yeah. (laughs) Because it is Monday, and I'm tired, so.
0: Yes. We will be actually drinking once I'm not super pregnant, (laughs) but, you know, it's not as fun when it's just, like, one person drinking on their own.
1: But it's okay. It is okay. What the fuck?
0: I don't know, but (coughs) Milo heard it. Bitch, no. Don't tell me my house is haunted.
1: It might be.
0: The not fucking tell me that. Because the second we heard that, Milo. Yeah. He picked his head up and went. Yeah. Bitch, no. am I about to burn some sage up in here?
1: I think you're going to have to. No. Because you could hear it on the thing. But you can hear everything on here, right? yeah okay but ghosts ghosts okay okay i'm gonna keep this in the episode <laughs> yeah, okay yeah, 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 i'm gonna yeah, keep yeah, this in
0: the episode yeah this is ghosts is like it's one of my things okay i'm yeah. really into the paranormal yeah i same. never want to be haunted in my life Okay. i have been
1: haunted in my life so. see i don't
0: want to yeah And scary i am very superstitious about things i'm very careful about stuff i am not that person who's like <laughs> let's do a ouija board let's go to haunted yeah. houses no, 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 no. I like to hear the stories, but I also don't want to get involved in it. Okay, so guys, for reference, I just mi- I just moved into a brand new house. I was in a studio apartment before, and I just moved into a house. And every place I move into, I sage it. Because, you know, I don't want any bad mojo, no bad spirits, anything like that. And I, I I'm going to play this back to see if we can actually hear it on.
1: That was me. That was oh, me. That okay. Was I me. was like, <laughs> I was like, did you hear that? Oh three. No, but that first time that was not me. That was something else.
0: Yeah. That was something else. And my dog, Milo, who's usually not in the room when we're recording, picked up his head at the same time. Yeah. Looked around and started like you, barking. You can, yeah. Yeah. Which you guys can hear on here but i'm gonna listen back oh my god wait what if i what if my house is haunted oh this is a this house is built in the 1950s
1: oh yeah somebody did some fucked up shit in here oh
0: Oh my god what an intro yeah anyway
1: and it's crazy because like right when we started recording
0: oh yeah Grandma, I sure hope it was you and not not something else.
1: I'm dead. Oh, my God. Woo.
0: Weird. Anyways, that just threw me off. I and know. We're so sidetracked now. Okay. Well, I'm drinking water out of my... <laughs>
1: <laughs> not Stanley cup. My not Stanley <laughs> cup that everyone
0: has. <laughs> um, Unfortunately slash fortunately, this one's from Costco. It's a thermoflask cup because that's what my budget can afford.
1: <laughs> How much is the Stanley Cup? Isn't it like at Target it's, or something? It's
0: like forty bucks, and that's on the cheaper side. I think it's like usually sixty or seventy. Why? Because it's a big ass cup for some big ass gulps, you know. It's uh, a, it's so bitches it. can like hide their diet coke <laughs> in it instead of water. <laughs> Like, I'm all healthy and drinking water. No, I know that is 40 ounces of pure Diet Coke. Do not oh even God. lie to me right now. Like, they, they go to the gas station, and <laughs> instead of their big gulp cup, they take out their families <laughs> <Stanleys>. and they're <laughs> filling that bitch up with Diet Coke. Like, don't even,
1: don't at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, guys, well, Chloe just gave y'all out, so now I know the secret. Yeah. Okay, guys, so <clears throat> we're actually going to. Try and get into it. Hopefully the ghost does not come back. <laughs> Please stop
0: telling. <sighs> Shit. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay.
1: So on today's episode, we are going to talk about choosing your mentor.
0: Yes. Looking for a mentor, choosing your mentor. Um, Do you
1: want to be mentored? Yeah. You know,
0: like it's... And I think it's really important to say that this does not apply just for like people coming out of school Mm -hmm. you can choose to be mentored at any point in your career
1: oh yeah so like you can be
0: five years into your career and be like okay I feel like I'm not getting enough out of my career and I need to be mentored right now Mm -hmm. like what do I do yeah because there's many different forms of mentoring so perfect so to start out where do you start looking for a mentor I
1: think that's I don't know I think it's first you kind of have to really know if you even want to be mentored i 100 percent do recommend getting mentored in some type of way from you know a stylist that has the clientele or that has you know the financial freedom or that has you know the followers on instagram or tiktok whatever it is um Mm -hmm. you know that you think you will feel like at home and yourself. And I think we do talk about this um, in one of our other episodes is finding the perfect salon for you. Um, I think that also comes into play when it's time for you to choose a mentor. Um, yes. Where do we start? I think social media also plays a huge role. Oh yeah. Like, because you see all these bigger hair artists, you know, and it's like very inspiring, but also at the same time, very intimidating. Like. Crap! what would Mm -hmm. i do if i could work with that person like for me it was i did follow carlos on instagram before he got hacked and before you know he got super super huge um i just thought his work was very different than where i was working at that time and at that time i just i know i wanted to do color and really specialize in color and learn the color line and Get more into color theory, and I knew that he knew what he was doing. Also, <laughs> sorry guys, that's
0: my <laughs> It's the buzzer of life going off right there.
1: <laughs> We're everywhere today, guys.
0: Uh, sorry, this is just this is a Monday. Yeah, this is a Monday for
1: a hairdresser that's uh, not drinking on <laughs> a drinking podcast. You know it. I love it. I uh, love the irony. Yeah. Because it's 100% authentic and it's actually who we are. Yeah, that's true. You know, true. like, we're not faking it. No. But, yeah, so kind of for me, it was like, and also for me, it was he was, is a Hispanic, you know, male figure, and you don't see a lot of that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? And so, to me, it was different, and I'm like, okay, well, he works in this bougie salon, in an area where I'm very interested in you know I grew up in Oak Cliff so it's like the design district is 10 minutes away from Oak Cliff so it's yeah. like it's also like I wanted I wanted to stay in Dallas at the time I was working in McKinney so I was driving like an hour to work yeah you know and it, it was it was just terrible but um that's how I found out about Carlos um Chloe do you want to touch <laughs> <Shit>. sorry. <laughs> Does, I'm sorry, it, does it go three times? Because mine no, does three this times. This one does twice. I forgot okay. it
0: does twice. I'm trying to figure out how to fucking turn it off too. Cause it's a brand new washer. Oh, and dryer. It is. Yeah, and most of the time they have like little yeah. switches where it's like like noise. You you want it on, you want it off. Uh huh. I don't think this one has it, and I fucking hate it because I'm sorry, I'm that type of person I do laundry like late at night. Yeah. And then this shit goes off, and I'm like, I cannot have that with a baby. But Besides the point, you guys, let's get right back on track after another derail. For me, looking for a mentor, I knew that I wanted to be mentored once I got out of school. I knew Mm -hmm. I wanted to assist. I wanted to have an apprenticeship. I knew that. But I also knew plenty of people that didn't want to. So in school, they really do encourage you to be mentored, to go into an apprenticeship. Especially when you're so new, there's so many things that you can learn from somebody else that would probably take you years to learn on your own, but mm-hmm. you can learn it in a shorter amount of time with somebody else. So I didn't know about Carlos before his account got hacked because when I met him, I was only in my third week of school, mm-hmm. so I was like barely into hair at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I met him when he came and taught a class, and we kind of I touched base on that a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So he came to teach a class at my school, and I was like, ha ha ha, super funny. Um, What if I came and worked for you? Um, LOL, you know. And he was like, sure, (laughs) not gonna happen. I'm just kidding. He didn't actually say that. He's just like, yeah, sure, you know. Whatever you say to like someone who's in the third week of school. (laughs) Like we were just messing around. It wasn't anything serious. And then, um. That, for me, made me think about, okay, well, where do I actually want to start my career? Like, do I want to start it here in Utah, or do I want to move somewhere else? Yeah. And I mean, that really goes into finding a mentor. <clears throat> Location.
1: <laughs> what? he <You> said it. <laughs> mentor. Location. <laughs>
0: i wish we had a video camera i know <laughs> <laughs> location <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys you are not even drunk this is like oh we're sober sober as
0: fuck wait wait back. wait 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 can i i get on touch on this real quick one of my really good friends. This time, this day last oh year, she sent me. She sent me a video today, and she goes, "This was you last year." She was pregnant. Our, our, her daughter and my son are gonna be almost exactly a year apart. Uh-huh. So she was 35 weeks this day, and I sent her a video because I was so fucked up from drinking, <laughs> and she was having Braxton Hicks. <laughs> Contractions. Oh my god. So sh- in the in the video, I was like, "Man, I wish you were here. You're my bitch. Like, you need to- I'm so sorry that's happening to you." And then I was like, "Bro, working in a salon is scary. The clients scare me. Oh my god. I was like, my boss is Loki. Scare me." <laughs> I was so <laughs> fucked up. I was so drunk in that video. And I went, I'm sending you this video because I am too <laughs> fucked up to send you a text message. It would not be coherent. And it was like a two minute long video. I'm oh making ramen. I'm making
1: ramen talking about how scared I am here in Dallas. But uh, to be fair, you'd like recently just moved here, right? That's true. From Utah. Yeah.
0: Okay, but still that <laughs> gu- that literally... Oh. I'm just fucking up left and right today. It's okay, that goes into picking your location. So yeah. this time last year, I had just moved here
1: mm-hmm. for my mentorship. Yeah, and so were you? Like, I like in school. Did you think or know that you wanted to be established in Dallas or yes in Dallas or just mm-hmm. out of Utah
0: in Dallas? I had. So the the year before I went into school, Mm -hmm. 2020s, because I went through school in 2021, Mm -hmm. and um, in 2020, I was dating someone who had lived here in Dallas, Mm -hmm. and I had come down to visit twice, and I had grown up here until I was eight, and then I left, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't been back since. So when I started dating this person, and I came back, I was like, wow, I actually really love it here in Texas. I would love to live here again one day. So when I went back home when I was going through school I was like, okay, well where do I want to live? Do I want to move to Texas where my mm-hmm. family was <clears throat> like had started their careers and my mom had moved to Dallas the same age that I did. She moved here when she was 21. Mm-hmm. She moved here with her family, like she moved here to start her career. And so I was like, you know what? It it kind of be cool to move to a place like following my parents footsteps. So I decided that I wanted to move here. And then it just happened that Carlos, you know, was living here. I met him my third week in school and I really loved his work. And also at the same time though, I didn't know what like really good work was. Mm -hmm. So like everything to me was amazing work. It wasn't until I was like six months through school or I was like, shit, like Carlos is really, really good. And I do want to work for Mm -hmm. him, you know? And that's when I really finally decided that I'm going to move to Dallas. This is where I'm going to establish my career. This is where I'm going to pick my mentor. Mm-hmm. This is where my life is going to start. And that's how it got started for me. Yeah. For you, you've always kind of been here, right? Did, yeah, did you ever I, want to move or did you?
1: I've thought about it. <laughs> I've thought about moving either to Michigan just because I have family there, and I know like there's a few, or there's a lot of great hairdressers out there, very talented. Um, So I've always kind of known that if I ever do want to, you know, move, Michigan's definitely home. Um, I've also thought about Florida, but also I'm like scared of water. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I know there's a lot of hairdressers out there, and they do a lot of crazy hair, which is something that I want to do still crazy is not like
0: vivid, vivid super yeah.
1: creative yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that like right like crazy like avant garde or whatever you say mm-hmm. however it's pronounced like that kind of hair um dreads and all that fun stuff too mm-hmm. um it's a different so very different out there yeah there yeah too. yeah it's very different but then it's like i'm a city girl man like i, I i've thought about it i'm like mm, well if i were to move you know i would move to like Florida, or Michigan, I never thought about moving to New York, or Cali, or anything like that, it's like, either north or south, Yeah. (laughs) never east or west, but, um, no, I really decided, because I have traveled um, some time in my life earlier, I've always known that Dallas is home for me, Mm. that that's somewhere that I want to stay, somewhere I want to live, my immediate family is here, my sisters are here, my brother's here, you know, they're younger than me, so, Me leaving and actually leaving the state was just not, like, an option for me, really. Mm -hmm. Even though I know it is, but I didn't want to make the move. Um, So, yeah, I've always known I wanted to stay in Dallas and establish in Dallas. I was raised in the Oak Cliff area. So, yeah, it's just home. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's hard when you have been some some other places and it's like, no, I want to go back to Dallas, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just always been home for me. So I definitely, definitely love the area. Yeah. Love my city, love the state, everything about Texas, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know.
0: No, I but think yeah. that's, that's awesome. I mean, that that was Liz's and I's experience for, you know, choosing where we wanted to be. And I think mm-hmm. that's really the first crucial step in choosing a mentor is where do you want to start your career? You never want to start your career in a place that, you know you're gonna leave soon because Mm -hmm. what's the point in building a full clientele? And then in a year, oh, sorry, I'm leaving. Like you worked so hard to get to that Mm -hmm. point. Exactly. So really think about where do you wanna be? Where do you wanna establish yourself? And then from there, I think it's really important um, to look on social media for stylists in that area. Oh yeah. And then if you know anyone in that area, asking friends or other stylists messaging other stylists Mm -hmm. that's what I did (laughs) yeah exactly and messaging them and just being like hey do you have any suggestions of either someone I could work Mm -hmm. for someone that's hiring Um, and then that goes into hand with social media that look in your area and if there's someone that you really really admire or you really like their work like reach out to them
1: yeah I think it's important to do your research Especially as a young hairdresser or fresh out of school or, you know, wanting to change <clears throat> Excuse me your career a little bit um, because you know, we can we can change our careers at any given time We'd be like, oh, you yeah, know, what? I'm tired of this I'm gonna learn nails, yeah. but um, I think it is very important to like do your research and you're like, okay I want to dedicate and that's kind of the mindset that I had when I first came into You know global group. Um, I'm gonna dedicate My life and my soul. I I sold my soul for Global Group Dallas, guys. (laughs) That's how I feel. But that's the mindset that I walked in there with. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do everything I can because I've never had anything that nice in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even being dramatic. It's like from our bosses, which are also our owners, and they designed the whole thing and we're currently expanding even more
0: Yeah,
1: it's amazing i've never seen chandeliers in a salon that's stunning just like the aesthetic is very pleasing but not only that it's like the people that were there were so different we work in a very non-competitive salon and yes. a lot of us are like you know we work together we tag team and you know share clients you know and it's not a problem and i've never been in a salon that worked that way that thought that way that you know like even though we are different cultures and different backgrounds and all that it's like I still feel like home you know I feel like I belong and that was different for me and I was like okay this is where I want to be this is where I should be this is I worked hard for this you know um but yeah I how I got in was I did message Gustavo who was Carlos's assistant at that time and where i was at previously i just wasn't happy and it wasn't a healthy place so i just messaged gustavo and i i did i looked around you know the area and other salons sent my resume sent you know whatever i had to do but i was like i'm getting out of mckinney i'm not like i'm not i'm done driving that far i'm done doing this so yeah luckily it worked out for me you know i did a little trial did i ever tell you about that yeah, I did a little trial, like, just, I think it's so funny, um, that I did that, and then I did part-time for, like, a month, and then I went full-time, and that's the first time that I've ever done hair full-time, because I've always had, like, two, three jobs. Yeah. Which is cool.
0: So this was, like, your transition. Yeah. To doing it. But you also knew when, when you had messaged Gustavo that he was Assisting carlos and you had known of carlos's works so you were mm-hmm. already kind of
1: aware yeah. yeah i i knew i had a i kind of i'm not gonna say i knew the color line that he was using at that time but i would watch him you know through mm-hmm. social media um not like in a stalkish way but you know you scroll you're a creepy stalker Erica. yeah i'm sorry sorry <laughs> carlos he's gonna be like what the fuck No, but, you know, you're scrolling, and there's certain posts that catch your attention more than others. Yeah. And he posts a lot of, like, brunettes and stuff, and I'm like, crap, like, that's different, you know, than what I was used to seeing on my timeline. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let me look and follow and do all that. And um, he started coming out with the funny TikToks, and I thought he was hilarious, and I'm like, oh, yeah. You know like hooked I think Carlos is really good at like hooking people you know oh yeah like gravitating yeah the the audience hook line and sink them yeah yeah and so he got me and I was like okay cool let me follow let me keep up with like his trends and what he uses and what he doesn't use and at that time he was using Fanola like, yeah. which was crazy. I remember that, too. You do? I do remember that. Yeah, he was using Fanola at that time. This is before he got established with Schwarzkopf and all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I've never, you know, I've never seen an artist actually use, like, Fanola. It was always, like, Wella or, you know, other brands. Oh, so it was very interesting. I did my research on my end, and I just, I, I know that that's where I wanted to be. So I shot my shot, and I was like, hey, I... I'm willing to start over. I'm willing, and I even told him, I was like, I'm also a makeup artist because I was a makeup artist. I was like, I'm also a makeup artist, but that's out the window, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to get rid of that part of my life to completely, yeah, you know? And that's just kind of how it worked for me, which was crazy. I never thought I would stop doing makeup, but I like it.
0: You know what? It's in weird ways we find out what our, real not that makeup's not a real passion of yours but like what we really do want to focus on and what becomes Mm -hmm. like more of a personal passion over a professional passion yeah so I think that's you know for you that was a a a turning moment Mm -hmm. and you found your mentor in like would you say you wanted to mimic his work oh yeah yeah
1: yeah for sure because where I was working it was excuse me like a blonding specialist salon yeah so there wasn't a lot of like natural maybe level fives and lower walking in the door it was a lot of you know like blondes and soccer moms and that kind of deal um high school girls which i have i don't have a problem with but it was just like not the type of clientele that wasn't my ideal clientele yeah you know and i was like okay well also i feel like i can't connect with these women which was also like okay what am i doing wrong is it me you know mm-hmm. at that time i was like i don't know i was also still doing makeup at that time so it's like i didn't i didn't really that light bulb moment i didn't have just yet and also i was doing a lot of like you know most salons they make you wash towels and full towels and all that i was doing a lot of that more than one-on-one and hands-on um so when i started with carlos i know that his clientele was different than what i was used to he's just he was different than what i was used to so i know for a fact um that i would somehow manifest the same kind of clientele yeah or similar clientele just because You know, I am like Latina and that's more of the ideal hair that I would love to work on. So seeing and learning how he does his color and how he lifts, you know, natural dark hair to me was like mind blown. Yeah. because I was like, holy crap, you know, and then that's something that I I'm like, oh, yeah, that's I just loved it, you know. So, yeah.
0: Well, that's what you, and that's really important when you're trying to find a mentor is finding someone that you want to mimic, whether it's like their actual work or something about them, their clientele, their work hours, what Mm -hmm. is it that you want to mimic? Someone that you really look up to already. I think that's, is, excuse me, hiccuping a lot, is really important. Um, just because, you know, you don't want to work for someone if you're not going to want to do their type of work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do Vivids whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I think they're very beautiful. They're super cool. Not my thing. So, why would I go and mentor underneath mm-hmm. someone who only does Vivids? Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. Now, I want to do Blonding, and I wanted to expand myself into bronding and Carlos does both. So yeah that really appealed to me and also like I knew that I wanted to become some sort of educational platform in the future Mm -hmm. for social media and that was something else for Carlos that I also really wanted to mimic. Mm -hmm. So that's why for me I felt like he was the best mentor for me because I did interview at another salon before I chose this one and their apprenticeship was two years long Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like just the time that I didn't like. Yeah. Like, two years, I feel like that, for myself, like, that's a little too long. Yeah. You know? Um, But it was also just, like, I feel like you didn't have enough personal one-on-one with the owner, the person that we were, uh, like, assisting, because she had, like, six assistants, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. That's hard. mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was ever, like, one specific person per... Stylist. I think it was, like, there's, like, six salon assistants. And that Mm. wasn't something I wanted to do. And I wanted that Mm one-on-one, you know? So that's something else that's really important to take into consideration. Are you wanting to become a salon assistant so that you can, if you're not sure what you want to do, so you want to assist everyone to broaden your, like, vision of what you want to specialize in? Or... Sorry, this lady just pulled into my driveway. I was like, what is she doing? Is she coming to my house? I it's, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Um. It's like finding someone you want to mimic and if you're not sure like what you want to do, be a general salon assistant or find someone that does a little bit of everything so Mm -hmm. that you can see a little bit of
1: everything. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think that plays a huge role too. Um, and also I kind of want to touch bases on like, um, say it doesn't work out or you go to like an interview or something like that. And you know, you don't hear back or whatever it is, like don't give up just because you know, whether at that time they weren't hiring or it just didn't work out on their end you know, there's so many talented hairdressers out there. So many. And I'm sure one out of so many would love to have some help. You know, even if it's part-time. Yeah. I think even if you assist part-time, that's you're still learning. Mm-hmm. You're still there. You're still in the salon. I think that's very, very important. Um, and also, I think we should such basis on like that boundary that you should have with your mentor
0: yes definitely
1: you know like um i've had one mentor before carlos and me and her were very 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 close um i do miss her unfortunately she's no longer here with us but me and her were so close that it was almost like i don't know i don't want to say toxic but
0: it was too personal yeah
1: way too personal and it's like i know that and she wasn't the salon owner that's the crazy part (laughs) yeah she wasn't the salon owner um but she worked at that salon but she was also like a very fast hairdresser so i helped her a lot of the times Mm -hmm. um and she taught me a lot honestly and i did learn a lot from her But I know that that's not the kind of relationship I wanted in my next mentorship.
0: Jeez, this whole episode.
1: I know, it's crazy. But yeah, um, what do you feel about defining that boundary?
0: I think, you know...
1: And that, like, relationship. Because I think at the end of the day, it is a relationship you have. It
0: is a relationship, but there's different types of relationships, you know? So I think for myself, I know some people it's really important that they have a personal relationship Mm -hmm. with their mentors because it's just the way they operate. Like, for them, it's part of their learning experience that they have a personal relationship with their mentor. You know, Um, for others, they don't want to know anything about their mentor's personal life, and vice versa. Like, their mentor doesn't want to know anything about their Mm -hmm. personal life. They're just a boss to them and someone Mm -hmm. who's there to, like, show them things throughout their career you know and turn them into the best stylists that they can be Mm -hmm. and then for some people it's a mix like they know some personal things but they're also very professional and i think especially with uh my mentorship with garrett and carlos it's very much in that middle like we do have a personal relationship with them but it's also a very professional relationship Mm -hmm. like There is a very fine line and we know what that line is, you know, but.
1: And also I think they're really good at that. Yeah. Like they're good at not overstepping, but stepping in enough to where they know that you're okay. You know, like, um, like when it comes to my personal relationship with my partner, um, Garrett was the first to know, this is a little off track by the way, but like. You know, Garrett met my partner first, and it took me a while to bring him around Carlos. One, because, yes, I was kind of scared he was going to, you know, judge me or say something or be like, Erica, what the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Or any any comment, I was just going to be like, fuck, he's not going to like him. I don't know if it's serious yet. Like, we just started dating, and, you know, Carlos, he would, um, whenever we first expanded the first time, he would try and, like, hook me up with the workers. <laughs> This is just how he is, you know? Yeah. Like, he was not pimping me out by any means. But it was just, like, it was funny. It's uh-huh. funny at that time and at that moment. So when I finally did get into a relationship, I was like, crap, this is going to be weird. Because he he is, to me, like, a dad, you know? Yeah. And, like, I always say, like, Garrett's the cool dad. Not that Carlos isn't a cool dad, but he's more, like, straightforward with things. And he doesn't, like, beat around the bush you know what I mean, and Garrett's kind of like, oh, he's cute, you know, and like, makes you feel like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. but then it's like, you, you know, there's always that one parent that you're like, crap, like, what if uh, I, what for if, me, if I fucked up? I feel like up? it's
0: the other way around. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. That's funny. That, that
0: Carlos is like, the person that's like, for me, at least, he's yeah. like, okay, that's cool, and yeah. then Garrett's like,
1: what yeah yeah okay we'll yeah. see it's it's opposite for me yeah where garrett's like yeah honey you know like super like just chill you know and then carlos is just really like mexican dad mode and i'm like crap i already have a mexican mom you know like see, yeah see
0: for you you gotta you go to garrett first to ask for things and then yeah. you go to carlos i yeah. go to carlos first and then i go to garrett
1: <laughs> that's so funny it is so funny but see like they're both our mentors so we didn't not only did we have one mentor we had two, two yeah. and they are still very much fully like in our lives i want to say yeah. you know like they still care for us they still even though we don't assist them the way we used to They're very much in our lives. Like, they know that I moved in with my partner, and they know about, obviously, about you and the baby, and the engagement, and all that fun stuff, you know? I'm
0: about to peace out of the salon. I
1: know. It's going to be so weird. It's already weird without you.
0: I know. I'm only at the salon part-time now, for the most
1: part. Well, because you have to. Yeah.
0: I literally, like, I can only do so much for so long, and then my body's like, you're done.
1: Yeah. You're done. So, cool yeah. so honestly I think we touched bases on a little bit of everything um when it comes to being mentored I also think a word of advice is just keeping an open mind yeah you know like I know it's hard when they critique your work or you're scared or you know but keeping an open mind is only gonna make you a better hairdresser or better, better artist behind the chair you know I think yeah. that's very important. And it's okay if your feelings get hurt. Like, yeah. they don't intentionally mean to hurt your feelings. They just want what's best for you.
0: Yeah. I got my feelings hurt many times. hmm Did I ever tell them that? No. No. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's just... It's part of, like...
0: It's part of the job. Yeah. It happens. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to get mentored, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah. Because they got to be brutal with you sometimes. Yeah. And that's... It's okay. There's not... It's not... All sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a little little rain cloud comes over and dumps mm-hmm. on you for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. the sun comes out again. You're fine.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's part of the learning process. Not everything, yep. you know. They're not perfect. We're not perfect. It's just, it's part of life.
0: It is part of life. Mm-hmm. It's very much part of life. Well, <clears> thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode on looking for a mentor. I hope that we did help you guys out at least with choosing whether you wanted to have a mentor or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely don't have to have a mentor. That's just what Liz and I, we chose that path and that this was our experience with it and this is how we went about it. But um, I hope if you do choose to have a mentor that you will, anything that we've said will help yeah, you along the yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, uh, I think with that... Um, that comes to an end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on um, Instagram at color on my
1: personal business Instagram. And then you can find me at the Lefty Stylist on Instagram and TikTok. I'm actually trying on TikTok. so I, You can find me on TikTok,
0: but yeah. it's all mom stuff. So,
1: But it's okay. It's yeah. like you're... You know, it's you, so if they yeah. want to keep up with you, they can.
0: Yeah, if you guys if you guys want to keep up with me on TikTok, um, I think it's Miss Gibbs, honestly.
1: Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah,
0: or Chloe Gibbs. I'll have to double check
1: that. I think that. it's Chloe Gibbs. I think
0: it's Chloe underscore G-I-B-B-S. I think you're right. I think that's what it is. I don't know, but I post my mom's stuff on there, so if you guys want to keep up with me on there, that's that's my tiktok yes um for our podcast on instagram you can find us at tipsy hairdressers not Mm -hmm. the tipsy hairdressers just tipsy hairdressers on instagram you can dm us with questions comments any of that on our podcast or you can on our podcast instagram page or you can dm us directly On our uh, business Instagrams, especially if you would like to get your hair done with
1: us. (laughs) Please do.
0: We will always love booking appointments with you. Yes. And we are now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Soon to be Google Play. Tell your friends about us. Rate us. Like us. Share. Share, 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 share. Yes. Share. We're getting there, guys. We just hit 100. I think it's 111. On what? On Apple? No, just in
1: general. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know what? That's what's up.
0: That's more than what I
1: honestly expected. But I think because we've been so consistent.
0: We're getting there. Yeah. It's helping. Yeah. But we will see you guys next Tuesday, 9 a.m. Central Time. Look out for us. It is the last episode of the month next week, so watch out.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one.
0: Yeah, it is a good one. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much.
1: Bye. Bye.